0: The following podcast is a member of the Pokecasters Network. Pokecasters Network, supporting Pokemon content creators, their shows, and the community of Pokemon fans. To find out more, check out pokecastersnetwork.com or find us on Twitter and Facebook.
1: Cool. Um, Remind me again what your character is.
0: A polyworld that was inspired by Kyle, and now he's in law school.
1: Yes. Okay, good. I was correct. All right. This is an interesting concept, actually, uh, having a character inspire <music> Hello, everyone. Welcome. To Not a Scratch, the only podcast that believes that Scratch is an overpowered move, I am your host, your PM, your DM, your GM, Anaru himself, and with me here, the ripest vegetable in the garden. Boomkin. Hey Boomkin, how are you today? I'm good, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm excited. Uh, I can't wait to see what our uh, character that you've created is going to do today. So, uh, for those of you that are watching at home, or listening at home, I guess, uh, this is one of the special episodes that we have as a reward for the ARC 2 giveaway. Uh, Pumpkin here was lucky enough to be one of the giveaway winners, and so uh, we will go through on an adventure with his character. So, uh, before we go into the story, of course, we should probably introduce your character. So, would you like to tell everyone listening at home who exactly is... Your character. A
0: polyworld.
1: Interesting, a polyworld. Uh, so, describe a bit more about who the character is. Like, what, what's their background like? Uh, what's their name? How old are they? Stuff like that. Any details you have?
0: He's a a polyworld that is. His, his name is Thomas, and he was kind of inspired by Kyle and his skirt case. So he's in law school, and he's as old as every protagonist of a Pokemon game. Ten.
1: Ten years old—the ideal age in order to do basically everything in life. Yep, uh, that's fun. Yeah, so P- Polyworld really sounds like a cool character. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I'm going to explain for everybody, including yourself, Thomas, uh, including for yourself, Pumpkin. I'm already calling you your character name. There you go. Uh, yep. From this point forward, you shall be known as Thomas, the character. Okay. Um, but uh, so for everyone listening, uh, everything done in this world is canon. Somehow we will fit it into the story. I'm not sure how yet, but. Uh, I, I, we will do this, we will cram it in somewhere um, so everything is canon and we're just going to go and explore, a lot of this is going to be improv based, so right now I really don't have a clear idea as to where this story could go, it could take a thousand turns based on decisions that I make based on decisions that Pumpkin makes, so at the end of the day uh, we will hopefully create uh, organized chaos, that is the end goal uh, I think we are pretty much ready are you good? Yep. Alright, so without further ado, we shall dive on in Okay, so we zoom in to Briny Breeze Island, a fantastic location full of the scenic territories, you know, the beaches, the the nice forests in the background, and we zoom in specifically to the city. And as we enter the city, we zoom in further into a specific law office. Now, at this law office, we see a young polyworld, hard at work, organizing papers. Now, who do you think your boss would be? What type of Pokemon is the boss at this uh, this lawyer facility? A
0: Steelix would be interesting.
1: That would be hilarious. Oh my gosh. That's such a cool concept of having this poly world which is like a couple feet tall, and it's Steelix is like yeah, 20, 30 feet tall and just being like, okay, listen up.
0: I think the building has to be extra tall.
1: Yeah, we got a really, really tall law office. Awesome. Okay, so Steelix, uh, can you think of any name? It can be genius. It can be very, very basic, whatever you feel like. Bob. Bob the Steelix, fantastic. I swear, I, th- I think Bob is my default name as well, so I'm fairly certain by the end of this story we're going to have, like, 16 different Bobs just fighting it out for King of the Bobs or something. So, uh, Bob the Steelix, fantastic. Uh, so, Bob the Steelix, your boss, I suppose, uh, your mentor, I guess? Mm-hmm. Something along yeah. those lines? Uh, so he is uh, looking through some papers that you're organizing as well, just going through and looking around, like... Where is it? Where is it? Thomas, were you able to find the papers? Uh, no. Where did I put them? Oh, gosh. We're gonna need it for the case today. It's your first case, after all. We gotta we gotta make sure that we do the best.
0: Yeah. Uh, I really don't know. I'm really
1: nervous. Don't worry about it. It's not that big of a deal. I mean, you're going up against an easy prosecutor and everything like that, and you'll be able to... Actually, hold up. This is actually... Before I continue this conversation, uh, do you think you're on the prosecution side or the defense side? If you're inspired by Kyle... I would think more of the defense, but... Is that what you're going with? Yeah. That's, yeah, defense. Okay. Um, Alright, so let's get back to what uh, Bob was saying. So Bob continues on like, It's fine, the prosecutor isn't even a good one. He, he barely knows left from right. And the defense is literally nowhere near the scene of the crime. As long as you show up, you should be good. Okay. Oh. But of course, we do need the papers. And he continues back on the search like, Where are the papers? Uh, so with that, actually... I'm going to say you should roll a perception check. So perception is beauty.
0: It, i I not pulled that up yet. Uh, uh, um, a d20? Yep. Okay. A 19, and it is... What was it for?
1: I think based on your you think, it's, uh, it's beauty. So.
0: Then it's still a 19.
1: That's still perfect. So the way the system works, if it's single digit, it's a fail. If it's 10 to 14, it's a mixed. If it's 15 and up, it's a success. A full success. So, uh, 19 is near perfect. So, as soon as he complains about the papers one more time, you see them right in front of you. A perfect, nice manila folder, all labeled and everything.
0: Boss! Boss! I I found the papers.
1: Oh, thank... Oh my gosh, thank all the... Lord Arceus and everything. Okay, great. Uh, Make sure you go through those, okay? Uh, Just skim through them, make sure you understand what's going on with this case... And, uh, understand that while I go and prepare everything else. So he heads, to, he heads to the back room, and you open up the case file, I would assume. Uh, opening up the case file, who is your defendant? Who are we trying to avoid getting thrown into jail?
0: Hmm. Hmm. You know what would be funny? A flabébé.
1: Go for it. A flabébé. okay. Okay, so we have a flabaybay. Uh, what crime did they do? Or what crime would they supposedly have done?
0: Shoplifting.
1: Shopli that <laughs> that does make sense for a first case to have uh, shoplifting being something that you would mm-hmm. handle. Shoplifting. Cool. So we have a shoplifting full baby, hypothetically, and yeah, okay. So I, I can see that being the case. Cool. So you go through the case, and uh, it doesn't take a genius to realize, yeah, he- no, this definitely wasn't the full baby. Uh, uh, there's, there's some other large Pokemon that supposedly had done it, and for some reason the prosecution's trying to blame this full baby. So- uh, I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but based on this evidence, I think uh, Thomas would be a lot more confident mm-hmm. about this case, at least just looking through it.
0: That's a lot more confidence.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Uh, with that, of course, uh, Bob the Steelix comes back in. I can't believe we named it Bob. That's mm-hmm. such a fantastic concept. Um, Bob the Steelix comes back into the room and goes, OK, uh, were you able to understand everything? It's not a very hard case, yeah. right? All right, so uh, you're gonna take point on this one, all right? The judge asks any questions, we're looking for you, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, so let's go, let's head on out. And uh, you and the Steelix both head on out to the court courthouse, which, uh, reminding all the people that may not have caught up to that point or uh, aren't listening or anything, the courthouse is on a beach mm-hmm. for some reason. We ended up doing that. So you guys start heading out towards the beach. Um, as you're walking out towards the beach, You meet up with the prosecution. Who is this terrible prosecutor that doesn't know left from right? Like, who would be this? What type of Pokemon would be a terrible lawyer?
0: So, the Dartra, the prosecutor from the hurt case in ARC 2, yeah, the prosecutor's, that prosecutor's younger brother.
1: Ooh. Ooh, I like where this is going. So, is it still a Dartrix or is it going to be a Rowlet? It's
0: going to probably be a a Rowlet.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh okay so that that that's a really cool concept uh all right so Rowlett is uh miles's younger brother mm-hmm. um what would his name be
0: kilo what was that kilo because miles and Kilometers.
1: oh that's i wasn't even thinking of that but that's actually really cool oh that's that's oh i'm annoyed that i never thought of something <laughs> like that that's so cool oh my god all right kilo yeah all right Dang, I'm I'm low key annoyed at this point. <laughs> it's such a cool concept. Okay, anyway, I, it, it's it's minor things like that that fascinate me. Anyway, uh, so as you're walking by, you see uh, Miles's younger brother Kilo the Ralit, uh, walking and looking extremely confident. Like he knows that he's gonna win this case, which to you is kind of odd considering you just went through all the evidence and you're like this this is obviously not legitimate in any way, shape, or form. But uh, Kilo's a very confident relative. and so Kilo walks up to you, as well, walks by with you guys, and goes, Huh, if it isn't Thomas. Oh, hi. <laughs> hi. Uh, is that all you have to say? We're going up against each other in court. This is our first case. This is the greatest case ever. It's going to be so powerful. I'm going to make millions and be rich and famous among all of the lawyers. The evidence doesn't even point to my client. Evidence, evidence, whatever. Look, at the end of the day, they're going to believe me because I'm a Rowling, and I know what I'm doing, and my big brother is Miles. So it's, like, all good, right? Yeah, totally.
0: Listen, I do respect your big
1: brother. That's <laughs> it. Just, I respect your brother. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, your brother's alright. Okay, bye now. <laughs> um... I think I think, yeah, Kilo kind of just waits for you to be like, Wait, is that it? Is that... You don't respect me? Me? I, I scored the best score on the exam. Okay. I mean, I mean, is, is, isn't, that, isn't that that... That's all that matters. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I, I, I see you have to bring your boss over to solve this. I bet he's gonna do most of the work.
0: His name is Bob.
1: <laughs> I feel like Bob just kind of leans over like, yeah. <laughs> what he said. <laughs> it's Bob. Uh, you got something to say, Kilo? Uh, uh... Uh, no sir, no sir just gives you like a death glare like I'll see you in court, which is like you know, 15 feet away, it's not like <laughs> it's very far away at this point point. Uh, and then Kilo continues to walk over uh, to his side, the prosecution side of the desks uh, you head over to the defendant side obviously with Bob and you see the, let's see um, we see a few people in the I guess audience at this point uh, come in, our judge should we still have Kane be the judge? Yeah. I feel like yeah all right Uh, shout out kane you're also in this episode um so kane the judge uh which is a trevenant uh heads up to his seat and starts preparing for everything as you you know unlock your briefcase and do all that lawyerly stuff um so as you prepare i feel like bob is probably giving you advice like all right stay calm uh if they ask you questions just answer them truthfully be honest in this case, especially, there is literally nothing they could say that would potentially inundate our client. Like, you're good. We're fine. All right. Okay, boss. Great. I, I feel like you've got this. So I'm gonna take a step back. Uh, if you do need help, I'm here. But uh, I think we, I think you've got this. Mm-hmm. And as you uh, nod away, the judge bangs his gavel, and I need to remember who. But Kane's Oh wait, no, I do remember. Uh, and <laughs> Kane, the Trevenant goes. <coughs> The trial of Briny Breeze versus Flabebe will now be in session. Order in the court.
0: Ah, oh, yes. Flabebe the Flabebe.
1: <laughs> Flabebe the Flabebe. Maybe Flabebe's last name is Flabebe. <laughs> Actually, we didn't make a name for Flabebe. Now that I think Let's, just a name
0: Let's just call Let's. How about Flabebe the Flabebe? Makes sense.
1: Perfect. Uh, my, my my parents weren't very creative with my name, so we just went with. It's like Johnson Johnson or something like that. But... <laughs> awesome. Flabebe the Flabebe. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Um, uh, yeah, uh... uh, So, the doors close. The doors? This is an open courthouse. No, never mind. Uh, (laughs) The people behind you start sitting down, calming down. The prosecution calms down. I assume you calm down. Mm -hmm. Yep. Alright. Now we shall begin the case. Uh, prosecution, if you have your opening statement. And uh, Kilo sort of brushes off his shoulders, uh, preps however a Rallet would prep. Like, I am very much picturing uh, the- the anime rally mm-hmm. like, Ash's rallet of mm-hmm. just, like, 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 moving his feathers around, mm-hmm. like, finally waking up, and begins to speak. Ahem. 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 Is that enough ahems? Hem. Now, it is very, very obvious that Flabebe the Flabebe <laughs> was the shoplifter in the grocery store. It is obvious. It was obviously Flabebe. You can tell by Flabebe's demeanor. Look at it. Flabebe is just staring like, what? the, What is going on here? <laughs> um, we have evidence suggesting that Flabebe did it. We have evidence suggesting what Flabebe got. We have evidence suggesting that Flabe- Flabebe is just a natural criminal. Stares at Flabebe. Flabebe again being like, what is going on here? So naturally, it's Flabebe. Case closed. Thank you very much. Good night. Sits down.
0: Let me remind you that the item stolen was...
1: That's a good question. What was stolen? What do you think would be stolen? S-
0: something big.
1: Alright, uh, what, well, I'm trying to think, what, what would be a huge thing that could be stolen? A desk. Uh, a de- that's, oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> the item stolen was a desk. Stares at a flower. <laughs> Get you like, think the flower did? <laughs> that's perfect. Okay, sweet. Uh, Alright, continue your, uh, opening statement. I to...
0: That the item stolen was a desk. And how do you... And please give me a reason why... Why the, a Flabebe could steal a desk.
1: Well, that's a good question. Um... Flabebe's... I, I don't believe the Flabebe needed a desk. I mean, that's such a random thing to talk about. Up, 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 up. Uh... Unfortunately, you fail to understand what this Flabebe is, really, is truly capable of. Simply simple. Flabebe here wasn't stealing just a desk, but was also stealing drawers and other wooden items. Just falls over. <laughs> I, this is very much like the anime like <laughs> falling thing of just like, douche. Uh, what?
0: The, how could a Flabebe get all of those...
1: I, I think this is a good time to bring in some of the witnesses. So, uh, Prosecution, if you have a witness, of course. We would like to bring in the shopkeeper. Um, So, the shopkeeper of a grocery store. Uh, normally, I have it to be the Kangaskhan. That just happens to be everywhere. Uh, do you want to stick with that or have a different shopkeeper? A
0: Kecleon.
1: A Kecleon? Ooh, okay, so we're going to have the, the rich one. All right. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think in-universe... What has ended up happening is like Kangaskhan is like the grocery store and then Kekleon is like the tm mm-hmm. one and there's just one in every place almost like a nurse joy in every city mm-hmm. um but all right so we have the Kekleon desk fantastic uh uh so kecleon uh, from the i guess from the audience rises up and walks over to the seat gets sworn in and uh kilo starts to walk up to the Kekleon. so mr Kekleon, you do understand that a crime has been committed right Ecleon just like, yes, sir, I understand that a crime has been committed. And you understand that a desk has been stolen. Yes, sir, a desk has been stolen from my store. And you understand that the Flabebe was the one that did it. Uh, I will remind you, you're under oath. I can neither confirm nor deny that the Flabebe did it. (laughs) Kilo's response is like, "Uh, uh, what? (laughs) (laughs) But you saw Flabebe did it. No, sir. I said Flabebe may have taken it, not that they did take it. I, I, any, anyway, anyway, it's but it's but it's obvious Flabebe has more power than its little stature. Yes, sir. That is technically true. Well, then naturally Flabebe would have needed the wood for whatever purposes Flabebe has. Uh, was that a question, sir? Uh, no. Uh, anyway. Um, no further questions. Kalo sits down. Okay. Um. So, Thomas, you have the ability to uh, counteract and ask any questions to Kecleon right now, uh, if you have any questions to ask.
0: You... No, Your Honor. Also, I can actually imagine the Kilo just on a high... like a tall... like a high stool thing.
1: <laughs> just like have like, a really, really large chair that like flies up on yeah. to sit down. And be like, yes, I am taller than you. Alright, but any questions for the witness? Nope. Okay then, Kekleon, you may sit down. Prosecution, do you have any other witnesses? Uh, Yes, yes I do. I have a member of the Boulder Stars here that can prove that Flabebe did it. Uh, What is your reaction to this? Okay. (laughs) Okay, yeah. (laughs) Alright. And so, up going up, up going up, yeah. Up going up, up going up to the uh, to the uh, to the chair is Boom the Carablast. Oh. Uh, so Carablast gets sworn in, sits down, looking as nervous as Carablast normally does, uh, or as Boom normally does. And uh, the and the prosecutor Kilo goes over to Carablast uh, and basically just starts in, like, throwing questions. Were you there on the night of whatever night this was? Uh, uh yeah. Okay. And did you see Flabébé? Uh, yes. Ha. That's it! And naturally, they were going away from the store, right? Uh, y- y- yes. And did they have anything with them? Uh, uh n- n- no. They, they, they didn't have anything with them per se. Aha! But they may have put it away in a different location only to retrieve it later. Thank you very much. That is enough for me. And Kilo sits down. The judge turns to you. Um, a- any any questions, Thomas? Yes. Okay, feel free to ask.
0: If you saw the Flebebe going away from the store, you, would you assume that geez, that the Flebebe purchased something?
1: Um, n- n- no. Uh, not necessarily. They could have just walked by it. I have no more questions, Your Honor. Dang. One question, and you're like, bro, your case is broken. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Okay. Uh, boom, you may step down. Uh, Kilo, do you have any other... Witnesses or anything of the sort? Um, n- no, no witnesses, Your Honor. Okay, then, uh, defense, do you have any witnesses? Do you think, uh, there are any witnesses you have that could help Flabebe with its case?
0: A customer. I, I do have one witness. It is a Ratata that was at the scene of the crime.
1: Alright, sweet. Uh, Ratata at the scene. Prime, uh, do we have a name for this rotata?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The first thing that came to my head is, uh, what's it, youngster Joey? Like Joey with the the top one percent of rotatas, you know?
0: <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Are we gonna go with Joey yep. then? All right, sweet. Uh, Joey. Have you seen Yu-Gi-Oh? I feel like I'm about to start doing the Joey wheelie type of thing. <laughs> Jumping Joey wheelie! No. Uh, I kind of want to do that. All right, we're, we're rolling with that. Uh, so uh, the rotata gets up, gets sworn in, sits down. All right, Defense, you may ask your questions.
0: So, were you with Fla Baby at the time?
1: Uh, I'm going to ask you to roll... Ooh, what would this be? Asking a question... I'm going to ask you to roll a smart roll. I feel like this would be like investigation. So, go ahead and nat roll smart. One. So that's, again, like a D20 plus smart. You got a nat yes. one? Ooh, okay. <laughs> this is not going to be good for your case, then. Uh, So, with a nat one... Uh, Rattata looks at you and sneers and just basically goes, huh, I wasn't with no flip-baby. I have... How do you respond with th- that?
0: Just, I have no more questions. Okay, oh, that's it? Yeah, I'm just speechless at that.
1: <laughs> just like, uh... Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm, uh, I'm gonna roll for the boss boy to see if he perceives something. Oh, okay. So... Uh, right before you like say I have no further questions uh your boss Bob the Celix is like Ahem, uh you want to uh you want to come over here for a quick chat a quick chat okay uh so you walk over and he starts whispering to you I can tell he's lying okay You got to find a way to get him to tell the truth you know confess mm. I think Rattata's hiding something
0: I don't have any idea how to do that
1: I'll think about it ask uh, other questions or something uh maybe the, maybe there's a way that he can slip up there could be something, man. This is this is the opportunity. is either covering for someone, or is the one that did it. So, I don't know why I keep calling Rattata Joey. Joey's the one that did it. Maybe. Hypothetically. There's a chance here. Okay. Alright, so are you still gonna uh, no further questions, yet Or are you gonna try to think of something to ask? I'm
0: gonna ask that if you weren't with Flabebe, then why are you a witness?
1: Ooh, interesting. Okay, go ahead and roll uh, Roll smart again, this time with advantage. So in- instead of 1d20, you can roll 2d20s and then pick the better one.
0: 18. There was... I first rolled a 6, then I got an, rolled an 18. So mm-hmm. I'll choose 18. Yeah. So that's a 20. And
1: Oh, that's perfect. But not natural. Sweet. Yeah, it's a... Uh, I like to call them dirty 20s, because they're not real 20s, but they are 20s, you know what I mean? Anyway, uh... So you you rolled a tw- basically you rolled a 20. So uh Rattata looks at this like uh, uh, uh um uh, uh I'm I'm just here cuz I'm interested in court cases. Well,
0: well, I can tell you're stuttering.
1: He's he's <laughs> I can see him being just a nervous wreck like a sweating Rattata.
0: Now, I'm going to ask this one more time. Were you with Flabébé Baby at the the time of the crime.
1: Right, you're spitting bars, aren't you? <laughs> uh, uh, so this time, uh, Joey kind of looks around It's like, Yeah, yeah, I was there.
0: Why were you lying? <laughs> are you covering someone uh, up? Uh,
1: okay, uh, for this one, you tell me, how, how, what are you trying to. Like, I, I know you're trying to make Joey confess, mm-hmm. but how are you trying to do it? Are you trying to be, like,. Uh, like persuasive, intimidating them, kind of like, look, it would, you know, describe to me how you're trying to do this, if that makes any sense.
0: Um. Uh. I would think pursue like, like, persuading them.
1: Sure. Okay. Uh. So persuasive in that case would be a cute roll. So go ahead and roll. Uh, d20 plus cute. Mm-hmm.
0: That is eleven.
1: Uh, after or before the modifier? After. Oh, that's okay. That that makes it a mixed success. Cool. So, uh, with that, you get some information, but not all of it. So, uh, remind me again what the question was that you asked?
0: That, did they confess? Wait, no, wait, wh- why were you lying? Are you getting, are you co- oh, okay, covering yes. someone
1: up? No, I'm not covering anyone up. Why would I do that? Then why are you lying? Uh, 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 I I I was mistaken.
0: I have no further questions, Your Honor.
1: Alright, so with this, uh you sit down and Kilo gets up, kinda looking warily at both you and the uh the person and the and Joey the Rotata, like just like shooting eyes between you like, what's going on here? <laughs> um, and goes up to uh, talk with Joey. So Kilo goes, Well, um, so you 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 were there that day, obviously. Um so you must have saw LaBebe did it. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what- Yeah, yeah, I saw baby did the crime. Yep, that's it. Huh, that was easier than I thought. Kilo kind of sits down and is like, Well, no further questions, Your Honor. Um, okay. Uh, this is probably the second weirdest case I've had in the past couple of weeks. Um, Defense, do you have any other witnesses or anything else to bring up before we go into the next segment?
0: I'd like to bring something up.
1: Okay, feel free.
0: If you saw Flubabe did do it, then they must have been carrying, must have been carrying the desk and the other objects in plain view. So, did you? But if you did see that, then you also you might not have seen Bebe.
1: Interesting. Could you go into more detail? What exactly do you mean? How could you not see Bebe? if Bebe was the one doing the crime? Or is Flebebe not the one doing- I'm so confused.
0: If Flabébé was carrying those objects, you'd you'd most likely not see flabebe You'd most likely see the objects.
1: At this point, with this realization, I feel like the audience is just like, oh, mutter, 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 whisper, 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 talk, talk, talk. And uh, as they discuss, you hear the judge bang on the gavel. Quiet in the court! Interesting. So... But what does this mean? Flapebe can't have stolen the objects because you would have seen the objects. But if you saw Flapebe, you couldn't see them stealing the objects because they wouldn't have objects to steal. I'm confused. Does this mean Flapebe is not the person that did the crime? Yes. I can, I can see the smug... I guess you could see it. I don't know. I don't know how expressionful uh, worlds are. But like this smug face of like, yep, that's it. You got it, boss. <laughs> like that sort of feeling. <laughs> um, But then... Then who could have done the crime if it wasn't Flabebe? Because the desk was stolen by like like uh, the previous witness uh, Kecleon said.
0: I have some evidence that proves that Flabebe did not do it. It was a bigger Pokemon.
1: Really though. No. Well, submit that evidence to the court then.
0: Mm-hmm. Pulled, pulls out some t- legally obtained Surveillance footage.
1: Sure, I'm assuming this is part of the, uh, the 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 notes and case file stuff that you had mm-hmm. earlier. Okay, so you pull out the surveillance footage. Um, let's see. I Let's see. What would be a good roll here? Uh, roll beauty. This is gonna be either like a perception or an insight check. Either way, it's gonna be a, a beauty roll. Sixteen. Oh, that's great. So sixteen. Uh, so we look through the surveillance footage, and it's pretty clear that the Pokemon is a lot bigger than a Flabébé. Um, we see in the dead of the night. How do you think the surveillance would go? I'm assuming it's like nighttime. Somebody breaks in and steals it. Is that how you're seeing it, or is there something else that you want to throw in there to add more intrigue? That
0: I think this should be an accomplice, but
1: okay, sure. Uh, so. All right. Just roll a die and just tell me if the number is odd or even. It doesn't have to be any big number, small number. Just odd or even numbers. Odd. Odd. Okay. So who? Uh, you see who the accomplice is, like clearly, but you don't see who the big boss is. Mm-hmm. Who do you think the accomplice is?
0: The um, uh, the Radicate that was, that one of the witness, the Radicate. The
1: yeah. Rattata? The Rattata you yeah. mean? Yeah. Okay. So we go through the surveillance footage, and. At one point, the accomplice becomes very clear, and they zoom in to see the Rattata, and the audience now even's like, oh my gosh, yeah, it's still the Rattata. <laughs> Everyone's just like muttering to themselves, Rattata's on the stand looking very nervous. Um, the judge continues, silence! So, uh, Mr. Joey, do you have any, anything to say about this? I, 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 I yeah, um, I, uh, 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 I'm both muttering because I don't know what to say, and also I don't think Joey knows what to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, Joey is eventually taken away by the police officers, but he refuses to say who the big boss was. Um, but for all intents and purposes, you have proven that uh, it was not Baby. Yay. Yay! You solved the case! There's confetti popping up from unknown locations, but it just happens to show up for some reason. <laughs> and, uh, uh, well, I should f- first formally say, the judge uh, goes, I declare Flabebe, Flabebe. Can't believe we named it Flabebe, Flabebe. <laughs> I can, we, we declare Flabebe, Flabebe, not guilty. And now the confetti pours out and everybody's cheering, and yay, woo. Uh, it wasn't Flabebe that did the crime. You won your first court case after being inspired by Kyle's shenanigans. I,
0: I can imagine, like, two gang guys just, like, throwing confetti.
1: <laughs> just Gengars on the side, just, just like- being like, yay, yeah. <laughs> That's such a weird thing too. I could I could totally picture that just being completely opposite to what Gengar would normally do. Like, Gengar is this very serious Pokemon that's like a trickster and, you know, the side of evil most of the time. But in this specific case, it's like two Gengars on the side just be like, hey, hey, I like confetti. I like sparkles. Woo. <laughs> uh, but you are successful in your first case, and Kilo looks very frustrated as he turns to you and just goes, ah, I guess you won this case but I'll be back next time. I'll definitely win next time. Okay. (laughs) I love your reactions to Kilo. It's just like, he goes on this like large speech about, oh, I'll be the best in the best. And your response is just like, yeah, you do that. Okay. Bye-bye.
0: My response is Um, always naturally. Okay.
1: Okay. Yes. Cool. Bye. Uh, And Kilo eventually walks on off. Everybody else starts to clear the courtroom. Uh, Flabebe comes to you and is like, Thank you very much, I really appreciate it. Um, I wonder who it was that actually did steal the big the big desk, though. Because it seems kind of odd. Who would steal a desk?
0: I have no idea.
1: Yeah, me neither. Oh, well, thank you very much again. Um, th- thank you, uh, it turns to Bob the Steelix. Mm-hmm. Thank you again, um, take care! And Flabebe uh, walks on out. Uh, and now it's just you and Bob. Bob's sitting there like, "All right, you done good, kid. You done good. All right, all right." Okay. And uh, Bob afterwards uh, takes you back to, uh, I guess you would go back to the office at this mm-hmm. one. Uh, you head on back to the office uh, where Bob starts to clean up his desk after a job well done. Everything seems calm, cool, and coordinated. Uh, and then Bob turns to you and he goes, "Um, hey, uh, Thomas." Yeah. So, uh, you know tomorrow's case? No. Yeah, um, well, tomorrow we have a case, and, uh, I was wondering, um, he looks very nervous at this point, uh, where, where did we put the papers? And that's where we will end this episode. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I decided to make, uh, Bob a, like, a a messy person, I guess, unorganized, but apparently he is. So. I think
0: Bob uh, stole the desk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that would be ironic that would be, a plot twist. that would be hilarious oh man that would be ironic um but yeah no that ends this i i think it was a job well done yeah. this was really cool how we were able to dive more into the, the law side of things and uh explore the court cases and everything like that a lot more that was really cool uh i'm trying to think um yeah so the uh thank you very much again Pumkid, for joining me today i really appreciate you popping in for the special episode uh i hope you enjoyed i hope it was entertaining a little bit at least
0: it was pretty entertaining
1: <laughs> great i'm glad to hear it uh because uh, as long as the players had fun and the gm has fun i feel like at the end of the day that's a good episode of stuff that happens so uh glad to see that we were able to make this all out and all good and uh hopefully i i definitely want to see i like to keep things like repeat concepts and bring concepts from previous episodes into later episodes. So I'm very curious to see if uh, yes. if or when this specific court case can show up in a previous in another episode. So like in the future during the the main storyline, if we hear something about mm-hmm. uh, there's a young Pollyworld in Brianne Breeze Island that's inspired by Kyle after this, you know that sort of thing. <laughs> It'd be really cool to see uh, like your character pop up again. Yeah. So. Uh, Thank you very much for supporting the show and everything like that, but thank you as well for joining me today. Uh, um, So, in case there is anything, uh, I I like to ask people that are joining the show if they have anything to promote. Uh, I don't know if you do, but if you have anything you'd like to promote, feel free to promote it here. I do not. Alright, that's perfectly fine. I completely understand. Uh, Again, thank you very much for supporting the show and everything like that. And I think with that being said, we can end the episode here. So, I have been your PM, DM, GM, Andrew himself. And I'm Poomkin. <gasps> <laughs> Thank you very much, everyone, and until next time, take care. Poomkin. <laughs> Hello, this is Anaru, the GM, PM, DM of Not A Scratch and thank you for listening to this special episode, part of our one year anniversary of Not A Scratch. Be sure to follow us, subscribe, and do all those important things you ought to do when supporting a podcast. If you've enjoyed the episode and want to support us in any way, shape, or form that you can, the best way to do so is to share us with your friends. As mentioned previously, we're celebrating our one year anniversary of the show. You've got a year's worth of content just waiting to be discovered, and you can help grow the show to bigger and better heights. Also, leave us a review on your podcasting platform. Reviews help to bring new people into our community and also give us advice on what we can improve on in the future. You can also follow us on Twitter at NotAScratchCast or email us as well at NotAScratchCast at gmail.com if you have any cool ideas to add to the podcast or just want to reach out to us. We also have a Discord for Not A Scratch and have a bunch of awesome people that have joined. Join to help build the Not A Scratch community. We want to thank GlitchX City and Tabletop Audio for their music throughout this episode. If you'd like to check out their amazing music, please click their links in the description below we also want to shout out our Patrons. We at Not a Scratch have a Patreon where you can get amazing extra benefits regarding the show and its future, including early access to episodes, special behind the scenes looks at what goes into the game, special newscasts from the Alcast region, and more. You'll also be recognized during the show. Thank you to our guild interns Ginny, Harper, Fuego, Alchemage, and Ursa93, and thank you to our guild master Eli. For more information, check out the links in the episode description or contact us on Discord or Twitter. Once again, thank you for listening to our special episode. Until next time everyone, take care.